It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Speaking of McCartan Street... I see there in the examiner in the last few days, Old English had an interesting piece about parking fines. A hundred, nearly a hundred parking fines, 99 in fact, have been issued in or around McCartan Street since it was uh, revamped and reopened two weeks ago. Um, reopened, of course, with traffic going in both directions and most of it buses. There have been 21 tickets issued for parking in a loading bay. There have been eight for parking in a no-parking zone. There have been three for parking in a bus stop. Uh, But 99 in total, 18 for having no parking disc. I didn't even know there was parking discs on McCourton Street. I never parked there anyway. Oliver Moran from the Green Party Councillor, Oliver Moran. Oliver, it was at your request that those figures were issued uh, by uh, the council. Um, people just won't be told you can't park on McCourton Street anymore. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. Thanks for having me on. Look, I honestly, the situation in McCourton Street, and it's not only parking, but the situation is just lawless. Um, like parking is, is is one thing that that's very plainly obvious, particularly the parking in, in, on footpaths and in the bus lanes, uh, and the difficulties that that causes for people. But in in the wider kind of picture, when it comes to uh, the the scheme that that's only just opened up. It's only open, I think, three weeks at, at the most. Um, like we're, we're, there's new bus lanes in there. Uh, there's a change to the flow of traffic. Uh, if you go into Devonshire Street or, or Coburg Street, you see queues of, of traffic in, in in the bus lane. Uh, as you probably know, close by you there on on York Street, I I can't recall recently. Uh, cycling up uh, York Street without having a, a car coming down the wrong way in a one-way street towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, the scheme extends over towards uh, um, Summer Hill. Um, and look, they, there was guards out uh, on York Hill where there's a, a no-right turn uh, in order to improve traffic yesterday. They get nothing but dog's abuse for, for doing the work that they're doing. Um, and the minute they go away, uh, motors return to, to using the to, to no-right turn there and, and holding up traffic. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's out of all hand um, and and honestly I think it's beyond the means uh, that we have to deal with the situation at, at the minute I've been answered it to the guards about it they they do do what they can uh, it, they don't see this as as you know their their main focus in in some ways traffic really shouldn't be their main focus I, in, in some ways I mean I, I think we do need to expand the role of traffic wardens mm. invest more in them um, and and start policing junctions you know using automatic systems because if if we are rolling out 
these sort of things across the city to do with bus connects, to do with improving the, the transport network in our city. And motorists simply won't obey the most basic of laws of not driving bus lanes, not parking on, on footpaths, yeah. you know, obeying one-way streets. It's a crazy situation. Was there that level of, you You used the word lawlessness, was there that level of it on McCourton Street always, or have we just discovered it now since things uh, changed? I, I think maybe we've discovered it since it's changed. It, it's been visible to me always. Look, there was always a bus lane on the left-hand side as, as you go uh, as you go eastward on, on Curtin Street. That's that's been removed. One of the reasons it's been removed, and it's no harm being, it being removed, was because it was never functioning. And the reason it was never functioning is because it was just always full of parked cars, um, and and the impact that that had on on the the, the bus uh, reliability for for people relying on public transport. Um, and, and I think it, it, it has always been the case that people have flaunted the law. Look, we see Patrick Street. Like the Patrick Street uh, um, public transport uh, priority measures, they're a joke. The they're simply, ban. They're, yeah, they're, they're simply... Like, like, in order to get on the Patrick Street from, from, from uh, uh, Washington Street, you have to drive through a, a traffic light that says Bosnus. You have to drive over a road that says Bosnus and you have to pass a flashing sign that says Bosnus. But still, people do it in their hundreds every day. So it, 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 isn't, it isn't new, um, but maybe the fact that we're, we're putting in these schemes now that prioritise public transport, that, that prioritise um, a walkable city more, uh, that, that prioritise other modes of transport, and now we're seeing... Uh, when when we change the system, how people simply disregard the law. Mm. How do we fix it? Okay, I I have an agenda of three items, uh, which are in in different ways um, being being progressed. But I I I I think we we need them to be accelerated. One which is happening happily uh, is with traffic wardens working outside of hours. So. We, we in the the city budget for for this year coming, uh, we have a budget to extend the hours that traffic wardens will patrol. So we had a view in the past uh, that traffic wardens really what they policed uh, was whether you had a whether you paid for parking, uh, and so with that come half past six at night when paid parking paid on street parking would end. Mm. Um, you know they just didn't police anymore, so they weren't going to be policing if someone was parked in the bus stop. weren't going to be policing if someone was parked in the footpath, and those things aren't nine to five. You know, if people want to be able to get to a place like McCurtain Street and enjoy it, it's particularly in night times. So you're suggesting evening shifts for the... Evening shifts, and that's coming in. So so from next year, there's going to be uh, a pilot to begin with, 10 weeks uh, of evenings and and Sundays, see how that goes. And the view is that, look, I would expect it to go very well and it will be extended then permanently Mm -hmm. next year, I hope. The other thing which we need to do, and this requires national level change, and uh, my my colleague Nasa Horrigan recently asked the the Minister for Justice about this, but extending the powers of traffic wardens. So currently, a traffic warden can only deal with a parked car. If it's live traffic, like you have on the Panaban, uh, or like you have on Coburg Street with with cars driving Mm. in bus lanes, or or even driving in cycle lanes, which I've seen, um, they can't deal with that. Okay. Oh, so a traffic warden would get the powers to issue a, a ticket to a to a moving vehicle. How's that going to work? Well, I I think it works. In, it would work in the same way as as the Gardaí presently do. So, it, what it would do from a, a policing perspective, it would free up a lot of the Gardaí resources. So, we shouldn't need to have two Gardaí 
posted at the bottom of York Hill on Summer Hill in order to police cars that are that are breaking a no right turn uh, mm-hmm. signal. Like that, that should be something that the city council can do. Mm-hmm. Now, it what does, about cameras at junctions? Then, would that I, I know, and that would be my last thing. I think we need to do that. Now, as part of Bus Connects, the National Transport Authority are quite eager that there would be some measure of of, um, of automatic um, automatic cameras because what we've seen from from Patrick Street, and Patrick Street is a test of of what uh, you know when when the, when Bus Connects proposes bus gates and so on in order to prioritize public transport. We see from Patrick Street, it's just not going to work unless it's policed. When the guards are there, the guards can't be there all the time. When the guards are there, they tell motorists, they can redirect traffic, but they can't be there all the time. And the minister, they're going away. It, it, it goes back to being okay. it goes back to being flouted. So we need that permanent okay. automatic camera. Now, now, lastly, let's come back to one thing that will be said. Oliver, and I know we're yep. all trying to push for more public transport and we're, we're being encouraged to take the bus more and I'm lucky enough to live on two excellent bus routes, which is great, but not everybody does. The criticism says that, well, you're gone terribly anti-motorist. We don't all have the luxury of buses to town. Answer that one for me. Look, the reality is that we're really anti-public transport. You ask anybody, my wife relies on public transport every day to get to work. She doesn't drive. She lives in the city um, and she, she commutes to the, the airport business park every day. It is a struggle. It just simply is not reliable. You don't know if the bus is going to come Correct, up. which is why we drive. And the, re- the reason for that is because the buses are clogged in private cars. Absolutely clogged. And... and we cannot have a situation. We have an ambition over the next 15 years to grow 60% of the city. We cannot have 60% more cars. So it's not anti-car. What it is, it's about readjusting towards being pro-something else or at least being neutral towards something else. Which, which is, is fine, which, Oliver, which, if you have a good transport. bus route outside your front door. But if you don't, how are you supposed and, to get to town? And we will do, right? In, in the rollout of the new city bus network is... is going to begin in about 12 months time uh, and that will be a 50% increase in routes across the city um, but the big thing really is the reliability of, of, of public Correct. transport and, and it, the people and being get able, call after call after call that you can't people, rely on the buses yeah and people being able to sh- be sure that they can get on the bus and it'll take them to work and back again on time to pick up the kids and while we have a situation where the public transport priority measures that we have, like the bus lanes, like the correct signalling in order to make sure the traffic flows correctly, well, that's being flouted. That is what really holds up the buses, and that's what makes everything unreliable. Okay. It's a discussion I've no doubt we'll come back to again and again. Thank you, Oliver Moran, a Green Party councillor. Courts 96 FM.